Good afternoon. It is podcast time. So my podcast from the other day really got me thinking and I'm just, I'm so excited to do these. Like this is my happy place. Um, I'm forever listening to like self-help books and just always trying to like grow and do better and get advice from other people, people I respect, you know, kind of delve deeper into situations that I'm going through or people that I deal with that maybe don't treat me so well and kind of really figure it out and pick it apart. Like, why do you do that? Um, One of the big things, and it's a goal of mine for this year, and it kind of like reaches back towards the podcast that I just made about not tolerating disrespect is stop making excuses for people. I'm super guilty of that. I am the queen of trying to understand things from somebody else's perspective and making excuses for them. But I'm done with that. Honestly, I'm done with that. Like, I can excuse your behavior to a certain extent. But if it's repeated, or repetitive rather, and especially if I voice it to you and say, hey, what you're doing is hurting my feelings. What you're doing is disrespectful. What you're doing doesn't show me that you value me and you continue to do so. Like, that's just it. I'm going to have to cut ties with you after that because I've told you what the deal is and you continue to do so. So that is telling me that you don't have any respect for me. And I just, I can't, I can't put myself in that situation anymore because I... I'm learning to love me. I'm learning to respect me. And I'm not going to let you you not do those things. If that's the course of action that you choose to take, that's fine. There's nothing I can do about that. But I don't have to tolerate it. And I'm not going to. I'm not going to tolerate it anymore. Because I don't have to. You're showing that you're not an essential part of my life. I mean, I've lost people that I absolutely loved and thought I couldn't live without. And here I am. So nobody is above getting cut off, you know, nobody, like not even family is above getting cut off. So if you can't come correct, then I just, I can't deal with you. I don't have the time. There's way too many things I want to do for myself, for the people that are showing me that they do respect me, for the ones that are showing me they love me, than to waste my time trying to get you to act right, you know. And why would you want a relationship with somebody? And when I say relationship, I don't necessarily mean like a romantic one. But why would you want an involvement with anyone that you have to beg or force to treat you properly? Why would I want to waste my time giving you all this energy to teach you how to treat me when it's like basic human standards. I'm forcing you or begging you to do the absolute minimum. Like I'm not even asking you to do the most. I'm asking you to do the minimum. Like I don't have time for that. And you shouldn't either. You shouldn't have time for that either. Now I'm totally preaching to myself on this one because I am the queen of giving too many chances. I am the queen of begging somebody to act right. Why? Like, why do we do this? I really had to have a come to Jesus with myself on multiple occasions as to why I would sit around and beg somebody to treat me the right way. And 
I mean, it comes down to one, I didn't respect myself. I didn't know my worth. Um, I didn't want to lose that person because I figured out as time went on with therapy and everything that I was trying to heal childhood trauma through whatever person it was that wasn't quote unquote loving me back. Because if I could get them to love me, then I could prove to myself, you know, that I was worthy of love and this, that, and the other. And I was seeking external validation. That ain't it. You have to validate yourself because you're the only person that's going to stick around 100% the rest of your life. People pass away. People move on. Relationships end. I mean, it's not negative or pessimistic. It's just real. It's real facts of life. I've had people that I never imagined I would lose gone. You know, um, prime example is two, almost two years ago, my best friend died unexpectedly. You know, she was my absolute ride or die. Like, I mean, just my best, best friend. And she passed away unexpectedly. You know, she's somebody that I never anticipated losing, that I never thought I'd have to live my life without. And it was so hard and was such a hard blow, but it's just, it's a prime example that people, you don't know when their time in your life is up. Everybody is on borrowed time, you know? So why would you waste yours begging somebody to love you and to treat you right when you could free yourself up to allow God and the universe to bring you that person that is meant to love you? You know, enjoy the ones that do love you in the season that they're in. And that's something I'm trying to work on to be more present and more in the moment and to enjoy things um, while they are in my life. Because to some extent, it's all temporary, you know. So let me enjoy the time that I have this person. But because I didn't have self-worth, because I didn't have value in myself, because I, I didn't know how to validate myself, I was seeking it from other people that couldn't give it to me. You know, they didn't have it in them to give it to themselves, much less give it to me. And it was just a waste of time. And then I was frustrated and then I had anxiety and depression you know, and of course, those are things I still deal with. It doesn't just magically go away. But, you know, I noticed a pattern in past relationships, even like some friendships. I'm better with my friendships than I am relationships um, and spotting like red flags because I just, you know, when you go through certain things, like I had an abusive marriage. He was physically, verbally, you know, all kind of abusive and like subconsciously in my mind, I wanted to prove him wrong. Like one of the things he said to me before we got divorced was you make people not love you. And so I was like hellbent to prove him wrong, but subconsciously I believed that he was right. So I set myself up for self-fulfilling prophecies, you know, by dating these emotion, unemotional, unemotionally available people it was helping reaffirm the narrative in my head that my ex-husband was right. It was helping to reaffirm 
my belief in myself that I'm not lovable, I'm not worthy of love, I'm not this, I'm not that, you know, even though I don't want that to be true, I believe it on some level and I'm working towards that, but I was setting myself up for scenarios to prove myself right. So until I get my mind right, it's always just going to be like that. And, you know, with my last relationship, my last two really, if I would have looked at the red flags early on and quit putting on my, you know, blue blocker shades that blocked out everything, I never would have gotten as far with those individuals as I had to get as hurt as I did because I would have cut them off in the beginning. Like, hey, what you're doing is not respecting me. The actions that you're doing are showing me that you don't value my place in your life, and that's that's fine. I can't force that, but I got to go. Instead, I stayed too long in situations that didn't serve me. And that, you know, yes, it's their fault for treating me the way they did, but it's my fault because I allowed it. Because I didn't have those good boundaries to say, like, you're not going to treat me any kind of way. You're not going to do this to me. You're not going to talk to other chicks behind my back, you know, and because you're not physically seeing them, it's okay. You're not going to speak to me in that manner. You're not going to, you know, just fool with me whenever you feel like it. Everything's not going to be on your terms. If there's no compromise, there's no, there's no us, there's no situation, you know, So you really, if you're out there and you're single, and even if you're not single, maybe you're in a relationship that you just, just kind of going through the motions, or maybe you're married and you've gotten complacent. I mean, whatever, you don't have to just be single for this to be applicable, but, but for all my single people out there, like you have to love yourself first. You have to. And I always thought that was cheesy and kind of stupid, like, You know, I don't want to love me. I want somebody else to love me. I want somebody else to see I'm awesome or whatever. But, you know, if you don't have your boundaries up and your your self-worth there, like if you don't, there's a quote, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And that's kind of the same thing. Like if I don't stand firm on me and my beliefs and my worth and know like I'm a good ass woman, like I'm a whole ass wife over here. You're not going to treat me like some regular old everyday run of the mill chick because I'm not, you know, like I know what I bring to the table. I bring the whole table and some extra seating like the whole damn dining room, the house, whatever. Like, I have a lot to offer somebody. But not everybody deserves access to that, you know. And I was talking to a girlfriend last night. In the past, in my relationships, like, I'm coming straight out the gate as a whole-ass wife. But you don't deserve that. Like, you need to earn that part of me. You don't get all these benefits right off the bat. Like, think about it with a job situation. Most jobs, you don't get benefits day one. All of them, you know, like some of them you do or whatever. But a majority of them, like you don't get every benefit that your company has to offer day one. You know, you don't get the five weeks vacation, 10 weeks vacation right off the bat. Like some places you gotta be there a year, three years, five years, you know? so. 
why should our relationships be any different? You know, show me that you're worth it. Show me that you're worth investing in. Show me that you deserve these benefits, you know, and and give them a little piece at a time. And then that way, if you see like some slick ass shady shit, you can pull back and be like, all right, you know, this like Texas is an at will employer, like start being an at will employer with your relationships, too. Not everybody deserves every part of you all up at once, you know, and that's how you kind of weed out like who deserves it and who doesn't. I don't know where we got this ideal that, like, we got to be everything to everybody. We don't, you know? Invest in those who invest in you. Like, it does need to be reciprocal. That doesn't mean you can't be kind to people. That doesn't mean you can't, like, do good things for people. But quit, quit swimming oceans for people that would barely jump puddles for you. You know, because... At the end of the day, if you're not somebody I can call at 2 o'clock in the morning and say, hey, I need help, and you're there for me, like, I don't have to explain it, you're just, you're there for me, then I don't want you in my life, because I would do that for you. And I've wasted too much time, too much energy, like, if I think about all the effort and energy and time that I've wasted on other people, I could be a friggin' doctor, like, multiple times over. So why would I not invest that in myself? And that's the goal for me. It should be for you too, but you know, whatever. This is just this is just my opinion. This is just my advice. You can take it or leave it. But like my goal now <clears throat> is um to invest this time in myself and make my life what I want it. Because another big lesson is nobody's going to come in and swoop you up and save you. Like only God can do that. And God puts us through trials and tribulations to mold us to the person that he wants us to be. He's not going to come in and swoop in and save you either. He's going to tell you like, you know, you need to get up. You need to get up and fulfill the, the destiny I have for you. Use the talents I gave you. Like do what I prophesied you to do. I don't know if I said the word right, but whatever. You get my point. You know, so quit sitting around waiting for somebody to save you, waiting for somebody to complete you. You being in a relationship should be a compliment to what you already have. You know, and I say these things and let me tell you, baby, I am preaching to myself because I am the first to think that somebody should complete me because I still have voids that I need to fill. But again, I'm a work in progress, you know, progress over perfection. I know that I need to be a whole ass person all on my own so that if my quote unquote Prince Charming never comes along, I am a fucking okay. I am living the life that I want. I need to give that to myself so that when someone comes along, the right one comes along. They are a compliment to what I have already built. They compliment. They're a bonus. It's extra. It's not necessary. You know, the only person thing you should ever depend on 100% is God. He's the only one that's not going to let you down. 
you know, and maybe you don't believe in God. I do, you know, so that part, if that's not applicable to you, then there has to be something that you believe in. Maybe you believe in a different higher power, but that's the only person, place, thing, whatever, that's not going to let you down. People are going to let you down. It's human nature. Like, that's a lot of pressure to put on an individual to never let you down. And that's also something that I am learning is that I cannot place unreasonable expectations on people. It's not fair. People are not perfect. They are not without flaw. They are not without struggles. I just have to weigh out, you know, is this person you know, a good person to have in my life a majority of the time, you know, yeah, they hurt me, but what were the circumstances behind it truly, you know, if it's just like a, a here or there type thing and they're sorry, I'm not always the best friend, I'm not always the best friend, you know, I try my best not to hurt other people, but I'm flaky sometimes, you know, I'm not always dependable and it's not because of that other person, it's my struggles, you know, it's my struggles and my internal battles and, and, and things like, and just not knowing. Sometimes it's just not knowing. Um, I feel like me personally, because I got married so young and I was married for so long, I missed out on a lot of, um, learning lessons, life lessons, like how you're supposed to do things the proper way. Because for 12 years, and more honestly, because I, I feel like I'm still in this mode, but I was in survival mode. You know, I was just trying to survive. I was just trying to cope. I was just trying to deal with the situation that I was in. And that's all that my thoughts were on. You know, so there's... There's probably proper friend etiquette that I missed out on because at that time, I didn't really have any friends outside of, like, my core group that I had, like, grown up with um, and, and, like, childhood friends. You know, like, I really didn't start making adult friends until after me and my ex-husband split up. And even then, it was, like, a little bit rocky because I didn't know how to be a friend like that. I didn't know how to be an adult. I didn't, like, I never had to be. And so I ha that's one thing I have to remind myself now, especially with, like, career and stuff like that. I'm not as far ahead as a lot of my peers because, for one, I didn't enter the workforce really, truly until eight years ago something like that because while I was married I didn't work you know for whatever reason like he wasn't always wanting me to work we had two little kids at the time it wasn't advantageous to work you know cost of child care and stuff like that is is ridiculous especially when they're little like that like it just and having not been in the workforce the jobs that I would get weren't going to make up for the cost of childcare and gas and all these other expenses that come along with working. Like I was going to, you know, I was going to lose money working. And so, you know, that stuff that I've had to learn 
how to navigate and how to do and whatever. And thankfully I have friends that like, they know that they get that they understand that, you know, or they're real enough with me to, to call me out on stuff when I need it, not in a negative way or whatever. But, you know, if you have people that are just constantly letting you down and constantly doing bad things to you or, or whatever, maybe it's not with malicious intent, but it's still being done. And when you address it and they still don't do anything about it, then you just, you have to cut ties and it's hard. But why stay in that and keep getting yourself more and more invested to where it's harder and harder and harder to leave? Like I said, with my last relationship, had I cut it off from the jump when things started to go bad or when I saw things I didn't like, I didn't agree with, I didn't appreciate, whatever, I wouldn't have gotten as invested and it wouldn't have hurt as bad. So then, you know, maybe just a month I'm sad about it versus like a year you know um and like another thing too is like I don't date just to date I date because I want to have a future with you like I want to build with you I want you know generational wealth I want a co-pilot you know all that good stuff like I want long term and so if I see you acting kind of funny up in, in the beginning, all right, I'm going to cut ties because let me tell you, like, you're not going to keep me from my husband. You're not going to block me from my husband. If that's not what you're trying to do, you're not trying to be on some marriage shit at some point, then, like, let's just not waste each other's time. You know, you don't need to date everybody that comes along. You don't need to date every dude or every female that comes in your path. Where does it say that? Now, if you can handle the casual stuff, I personally can't. I can't. I get too invested in people. Um, then by all means, go ahead, knock yourself out, you know? But for me, it ain't it. I'd rather be single than to invest any of my time in somebody that's not trying to, to do long-term, you know? <clears throat> and do what's right for you. Do what's right for you. But that's just a message that was on my mind and and something I really wanted to speak with, especially, you know, conversations that I've had lately. I really feel like God, like, makes me go through stuff. And then he's like, okay, now you can talk about it. So that, you know, it hits different when you know somebody's been through something versus somebody just, like, telling you advice and you're like, you've never been through that. Like, your life is seemingly perfect. Um which mine's not, it's not, and I try to be as real and authentic to that as possible, like, (laughs) one of these days, I'm going to write a book of my memoirs, my dating memoirs, my life memoirs, because, like, one of my girls is always, like, if it wasn't you, I would not believe it, because you have the craziest stories sometimes, like, just the weirdest, most random shit happens to me. It's insane sometimes. It's comical after the fact. It's not always funny, you know, when I'm going through it or whatever. But sometimes I just laugh because I'm like, really? Okay, this is what we're doing today. But I hope this message was helpful, as always. If you listened and you have feedback, please let me know. I always want to hear. Um, if there's a topic that you're struggling with or you want my opinion, you know, by all means, hit me up. I will definitely address it. 
you know, maybe even make a podcast about it if I feel like it'll help somebody else. But I definitely, as always, appreciate the support. It means so much to me that, you know, people out there value what I have to say. And it makes me feel good that my experiences can help somebody else, like going through it or whatever. But y'all have a great day. And thanks again, and I'll see you next time.